last time on The Empire's Edge. Then this giant was assigned to protect the Adlai. The myth is that it's one of like the seven original trees that gave birth to all the other Adlai trees. There's something bigger than an Adlai? We might be here permanently. If it's between me living and me not living, I'll mess with the bones. He's already dead. He's not using them anymore. The shattered doorway? Like, can we break through that? It went somewhere. The, the south one, the north one, Southern. or the middle one? Number three, my lord. When you finally come back on that last one, it's feeling pretty terrible. And it actually starts to feel like you might never get yourselves out of this place. So you've gotten back to your base camp. Uh, you're in the uh, Vartengrav. So then, how much time do you prepare for? There are still a couple more openings, but what do you do now? You've been here for so long, it, it feels like you've never been outside. You're almost forgetting what it's like to be outside. Uh, I remember the sun. Yeah, good, I don't. All I remember is Eldritch Blast. Um, so I think, really, we're just going to be repeating what we're doing right now with the last two that we get. Yeah. Four days of rations set, and then go for two, come back for two. Hoping that one of these two remaining ones actually leads out, because how incredibly unlucky. Yeah. Well, from there, it's we're getting back to the desperate plan of we turn... Um, back into fish? <laughs> No, because the current <laughs> goes the wrong way. Um, so we turn into salmon. Uh, um, upstream. That we turn Zelen's staff into a tree and you blink out and go for help. I think we tried that and it wasn't it wasn't like connected to the right network for lack of a better term. Did, I don't remember now. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I think at so, some point, or it might have been between Maybe we can sessions? put the staff on the roof by a... Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what we were talking about. Crack a hole that's in the a, thing. Yeah, yeah we I were know talking we were, about growing it upside or down. Or what kind of creature could you change um, into and but, climb out through various small cracks? Yeah. I can also send Jast around, too, so she can explore... In spider form currently? Bat form. Bat form, okay. So she can explore, you know, we can try to speed up our exploration. Right, yeah. Yeah, but keeping all things the same... Uh, Kidding up, grabbing all of our rations that we're going to need for the next four days yeah. of uh, travel. Maintaining okay. farms and this you know, oasis and we call home. The other thing I'd like to continue doing periodically is that spell where I can sense people in buildings and shenanigans, buffoonery. What? Um, there's the new spell. Uh, commune with nature. That oh. was it. That that was the one. It's like she can cast a spell that lets her know if people are like you know being buffoons in the house next door. <laughs> so Zelen, do you recall what the range was on that? Because I'm not remembering right three now. Three mile, three hundred feet. When I'm in caves. Okay, gotcha. In caves uh -huh. and other natural underground settings, the radius is limited to three hundred feet. All right. So over the course of then the next, I guess, four days, you guys are preparing food again. You really have this place. You're getting it down to a science yeah. where you know how much to take. You know what areas you know, there are that you can harvest from. And that some of the stuff that seems to be renewable is... Which fish like toes, which fish like fingers. Right. Like that, that guy that fishes for bass just with his thumb, and they just swim up and he grabs them. And oh, I was making a joke in. about like cutting off toes and fingers. Oh, but. I see. Yeah. But... I thought it was a fetish joke. I was really out there. I'm a paladin. I don't make those <laughs> jokes. Not on microphone. But that even places where you've crushed in when you first walked in and crushed some of the plant life or the uh, like the various kind of lichens and things, some of that is already starting to bounce back. Yeah, uh, we've been here a long time, haven't we? Yeah, it's been a, a number of weeks now at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's been probably this getting game. in close to, honestly, might be a couple months, depending on how the interim time is for getting stocks back up. Yeah, so it has been a, quite, quite the long time you've been down inside here. And... You have your, your stuff prepared, and like you have said- Have we seen any bluebirds from people trying to talk to <laughs> <laughs> Nope, none have come down. 
but like Jacob had said, that there's still uh, two more passages. So right. um, flip a coin. Yeah. Why don't you, Jacob, just roll a a fifty fifty, and we'll see which one you go down next. Do odd is left, even is right. Odd, <laughs> natural one. Glad I got that out of the way now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So you guys take well, that, that does one. Not, that does not bode well. Actually. Yeah. It's, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We go to the left. All right. So again, like others, it starts off as. Uh, a cavern wide enough, you know, an opening wide enough for you guys to traverse fairly easily. Uh, and then it narrows down fairly significantly. Oh, and just to remind, uh, who's wearing what gear and how much armor, et cetera, do you guys have on right now? Have think... hammer, have backpack. Okay, so your heavy armor is left behind. Right. Yeah, I think uh, because our armor was lighter, I think we were still... Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. keeping my armor on because I right. can transform into something small and take but it with me. So. since right. we've done this a few times already, we probably have decided like we're going to leave certain things there. So bringing, you know light backpack with rations and a few other important well, you've got a magic then, quiver you can stash six billion bows magic right, quiver so. with all of my one million point two bows but the extraneous gear you're just leaving back at the base camp i think since we've <clears> been right. doing I'll this leave for a my month iron pot back at the base camp okay. other than that it's all coming what do you think you've actually needed it <laughs> <laughs> this time you travel out far enough and it gets to the point where you're actually getting fairly good at this you're maneuvering through the rocks and there isn't a point where you have to do did any... we gain proficiency in spelunking oh, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> heading that way that you are you are used to gauging the spot that you know hips go here shoulders go there turning sideways and you're gauging much better how narrow it is it's still uncomfortable probably for you in particular boris when you do those spots where you're definitely aware of the fact that you know your ear is dragging on both sides of the rock as you're pushing yourself through uh and your shoulders are barely going let alone your glorious I, I think pecs. like the top your of my shoulders. head is. <laughs> you should block that. Yeah, right. Well, if you turn your head sideways, you're like Kingpin from, from Spider-Man. You're just the same thickness, just <laughs> Yeah, but then my my shoulders would still stop that because they're about like three feet higher than my head. Didn't realize the Boris was so chonky. He's thick. <laughs> I am an absolute unit. <laughs> but no one risks getting stuck. And as you've traveled out the first day, you set your camp, you found a relatively wide spot in the, uh, the, the trail here, relatively level. A place where you could have a fire and not burn our toes off. If you could even have a what fire. What toes we have left. You know, non, right. It's a non-magical fire. Well, we've got all of them. It's just some of them happen to be in fish. Nice. All right. Um, and uh, setting camp. I say we, we, we'd been doing cold camps out at this point. Did we think right. we'd probably swap oh, out? Never mind that. Yeah. Uh, it's a matter of if you want to take, if you had taken a bag of, uh, the no. very shelf fungus with you. Probably too, uh, not. Yeah. Right. Saving our fires from when we're back in our home away from home away from home. Oh, right. And for torches. Yeah. Because you people need to see. All right. So. Actually, I have dark. We both have dark vision. You can, we can cast it. You can it. cast it. <laughs> yeah. I have it without expending resources. Yeah. So you wake up in the middle of the night and you're scared and you've got to cast a spell first. So you're, you're turning the nightlight on. It takes me longer than six seconds to turn on my current like lamp on my side of my bed. <laughs> Get good. Well, I have to ask Google to do it because it's a smart light. <laughs> so I just, I call out into the darkness like so I'm casting still, a spell. You still have to cast a spell. <laughs> you're just casting a light cantrip. That's the best part. It actually turns off automatically after an hour. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I am actually living in a fantasy world. There are no encounters that night. Oh, good. good. Hey, so I do have a spell called Freedom of Movement, which can help people move faster through difficult terrain if we want to do that. I think this is less difficult terrain, which is kind of like undergrowth or like, you know, gravel or whatnot, and more... Like actual obstacles. Right, yeah. Six foot tall, three foot wide peg in two foot tall, one foot wide hole. 
So you're suddenly all covered like in Vaseline, <laughs> <laughs> magically. Well, how did you think I got my armor on? <laughs> well, it, baby powder works better, but you know, all he got is Vaseline. So, well, um, but yeah, um, if nothing happens that night, we'll just, you know, grab all our gear back and up, yeah. keep going in the morning. Yeah. And again, yeah. you wake up the, with the sun. Yeah. <laughs> you wear that same depressive feeling that you wake up and it's still total darkness. Yeah. Uh, you don't feel particularly rested. And it's just a matter of trudging on, and you do. The passage splits at one point, but the one of the splits just turns into a, a, like a, a knifed edge dead end, and then the other one continues for the better part of that entire day. I would like to retrieve a knife edge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jacob, being out in front, I guess. Yeah, probably. I uh, go ahead and make a survival check. All right, I can do that. Scroll skills. There we go. Uh, Twenty-seven. There is a nice. different quality yeah. of air hitting you. Hmm. You think it's actually moving. Oh, like sorry, my bad. Something tantamount to a slight breeze. Okay. Um, any change in like the, the, the scent of the air? Like any sort of like less stale, like it's it's fresher air? Um, or... Yeah, fresh would be, might not be exactly accurate, but it has different qualities to it. Either if it's a different kind of living something that's in the air, you know, different funguses or lichens or whatnot, the stone's different, maybe a little more moisture to it. Okay. But it's definitely it's definitely different. Well, let's have Jas fly ahead for a little bit. And, oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, can I see anything within 120 feet? Look look with your special eyes. It's not, it's not, <laughs> a, My brand. It's not a straight shot through the uh, the opening in the rock. Okay, so, so we're not you could like be like at the 15. cusp of a cavern. Is no, the hole roughly bat-sized? Uh, a, a, a bat could potentially fly through it, but it'd be a, be a, be fairly tight to you know, maneuver left or right. Okay. Go, Jas, go. All right, so... Uh, Jast flies out. How far do you want Jast to go and then have Jast come back? What's the range of your telepathy? Go until you see something. Uh, I don't know. How do I know that? The find familiar spell? It's in the description. I would look it up, but I do not have an open tab available to me at the moment. I, oh, I think I remember it was it, it was reasonably close. Like I want to say it was like 100 feet or 400 feet, something like that. It wasn't like miles. You could you could take a, I think as a, pa, uh, not a, pa, a warlock, uh, you could take a, Oh, Tele- yeah, telepathy is 100 feet. Um, and I think that can be increased. And, yeah, you can commandeer feet. its senses. Yeah. yeah. All right, so commandeering senses and it's flying out. Yeah, so um, no it, more than 100 feet. It is jarring at the speed at which it has to, to turn and maneuver that since you've commandeered its senses, you're aware that it's almost flying right into rock the entire time. It can barely maneuver through this space. Uh, but then about uh, 60, maybe 70 feet forward, it opens up into a much larger cavern. And okay. it's not huge like uh, Vartengrav or other places like that, but it is definitely larger than anything you've been in before. Uh, tube-like, and it's as though this tees into it and up high. So it's a very tall cavern it comes into. Uh, so it's probably going to circle around and, let's say, land where the tunnel you're in teed into this new one. Okay, so we're heading into a large cavern. Is there anything moving around the cavern? Is there um, anything living around the cavern? Uh, there's nothing moving around the cavern, no. Okay, so there's nothing moving. How close are we to this cavern? Uh, 60 or 70 feet. Okay, so I'm going to cast that. Um, Before we cast things, where are we in our rations? Uh, you are about halfway through. You've gone almost okay. to the end of the second day. It might be wise that we resupply for a much longer trip and then open up access to further cavern networks and then travel once we're not going to starve on the way back. 
That's true. If we only have enough rations to get back to our camp. Yeah, but what if we could just set a new camp here? What if the, if, the, if this is another big cavern? Like, is there is there plant life and other things like that in this cavern that we could potentially? Well, you just said no. No, oh. it's it's more like a a larger. Um, you know, maybe worthwhile with your saying is that you do move ahead just enough just to do a cursory examination of it uh, versus just either turning back right now or you're know, driving forward. Okay. What are you about to cast and can it be reversed then would be my tactician's questions. I was just going to cast commune with nature so oh. we could see if there's anything around there. Like stone shape, not creating like a gigantic doorway. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought you were about to turn whatever like narrow little passage the bat flew through into a hallway and then yeah. let anything flood back into where we're living right now. I was just, if we were within... 30, if we're within 30 feet and this 60, gives me, or 60 feet, and this gives me a radius of 300 feet. Yeah, you might as well. Then we'll have a good idea if there's anything around there. I say, I say go for it. I'm down. Yeah. All right. Concur. So you do that. So as you're communing with nature, you can tell that in the, the, the new passage up ahead that uh, it does have evidence of various kinds of life has gone through it, that there is actually... So with, with communing with nature, I have terrains and bodies of water. I can do that. Okay. I can do prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples. I can do powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead. I can do influence from other planes of existence, and I can do buildings. I have to choose three Okay, of those what are the options. three you've chosen then? So I'm going to choose terrain and bodies of water. Let's pause right there for a second. So okay. there are no significant bodies of water within 300 feet. Okay. Uh, but the terrain... It's um, you know, mostly solid rock. There's like the, the narrow little cracks through it here and there. And then there's the tunnel that you're in and the one that says teeing in too, which is significantly larger, but it also is relatively flat on the inside of the tunnel. Mm. As though I was about to ask been, about like stalagmites or stalactites. As, you know, though it's not been worked in some capacity, uh, but maybe over time there's been enough, you know, aggregate mm -hmm. has been either left or dumped or just kind of settled into it that it makes it fairly... Um, stable platform okay. and it must have at one point been a cave that was an active cave a living cave because there there is act there is uh, evidence of different kind of stone uh stalactites and stalagmites mm -hmm. columns and uh, flowstone that are in this area as though it's all of which i'm sharing with everybody else okay so um, a, a, a much more um like a geologically active cave than most have been thus far geologically active but okay so and then <laughs> the next rocks so though. then the next Used thing is to be yeah, the next thing is prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples. Uh, there are no peoples and there's no plants, but the and the, the largest kind of life form you're seeing would be like cave crickets, the same kind of blind okay, cave the crickets same thing. that appear like kind of the, the traveling snack is within three hundred feet. You guys, right? As okay. you guys have gotten used to them. Okay, J Jacob in particular. Yummy. Mm. And then buildings within uh, three hundred feet. There are no buildings in the conventional sense in three hundred feet. Okay. So. That, if a thing lives in a, a little stone outrock cropping of cave, it's sure. just a stone. Yeah. But there's there's nothing that's obviously constructed, even if it was a, an unusual or construction. shaped. Yeah. Right, yeah, nothing like that within 300 feet. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that so it doesn't seem like this space is occupied by somebody else if we want to go and then come back. Yeah, though it makes me wonder what accumulated the aggregate then if this wasn't a deliberate thing. That'd probably take a little more of a, yeah. a, a more immediate um, yeah. survey. So I, with that, I think we'd go back, resupply for, you know, three weeks of walking if we can physically manage carrying that stuff. Where, yeah, where are we... Um, and then get our uh, gear. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Where are we time-wise as far as um, into this day? Like, where where into our two days it, of travel are we? It's closer to the end of the day 
that you probably would have made camp within the next couple of hours anyway for your return trip. Right. Did we want to spend any of the remaining time, remaining spell slots to go hang and doing some uh, investigation now before we just turn around and head back? Because um, we, We've already, we have a day worth of stuff with us. How long is it going to take us to get well, back have, to base camp? Yeah, we have two. two days worth of stuff on you. And so. it's going to take us two to get back. It'll take two oh, days. Like we just take a couple more hours and go just forward just to get some, just to get eyes on whatever's on the other side well, here. Well, I, I understood this passage was difficult for a bat to get through. Yeah, so I mean, need to... I could, change, I could change it. myself into a lizard It'd be or slow something. Going for oh. you guys to get through. Well, but... you'd have to re-prepare your spells anyway to get things like stone shape, if that's a thing that you have and stuff like that. Or okay. you know, conjuring pixies to turn us, in, turn all of us into rats yeah. or bats or what have you. In, in that case, yeah, let's let's turn back now, head back to. Do you know, I've only used camp. the one spell, so yeah. so we have we could do it, but uh, again, but then we don't have the food. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. What can the pixies cast? <laughs> can they cast just no. like you know? Make no. food for a day? Yeah, make food. No, make food and water hasn't a dick yeah. existed for a while. So when it came to how narrow it was for the bat, oh, that uh, you do know that, at least as far as that went, that Zellen feels very confident that you guys could traverse this, but it would be a case of where you're going sideways, you know, so you're, you're least profile for probably the balance of that 60 feet. So it would be very slow movement. Right. But, but that T intersection. Do I think I could get myself is, through with all of my armor and gear? Probably not. Yeah. That you would have to have that in a separate bundle. Right. Yeah. So. Or we'd have to change the shape so that you could get through. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, either our shape or the passages. Yeah. Right. I was looking at my spells and the best thing I'd have for that is just Eldritch blasting at it until we dig a tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) So then are you, are you camping right here? Are you moving ahead a little bit? Are you going back now for two hours? Yeah. We'll head back. We might have said, why why, why why risk it? Just head back. All right. So, yeah, you do. You set that camp, and nothing approaches you with that camp just a couple of hours back the the tunnel. And for the next day, unless you guys are trying something else or anything else to plan, you'll make it back to to Vartengrav. Yeah, uh, my plans are all concerning Vartengrav. Yeah, Yeah, so you're back to Vartengrav. Yeah, so let's spend a good bit of time getting a good bit of resources. Yeah, same thing. Are we thinking like, 20 days, you know, 10 out, 10 back, potentially. How how far do we want to take this? And so at it, 10 days of supplies, that would probably be about as much as you could harvest at one time without things replenishing itself. Right. Okay, you yeah, could so do more than that. Let's do yeah. that then. That's a good place to to, to call it as, a, yeah, kind of a next as much stage. as we think we could possibly take from this place and it still come back. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably going to take us, you know, a couple of weeks to accumulate, but all right. Yeah. All right, so then you're here. We've, for th- we've got an option. <laughs> we've got a potential out. All right. So, um, now, so 14 days. You guys don't seem anywhere near as excited about this as I am. <laughs> that you I'm, might. I'm, I'm, I'm dubious. I'm cautious. I'm... We've got some kind of a passage. Yeah. If we don't have peoples, we'll have I'm, ruins. I'm getting more and more curious, though. What's, what's down that last passage that we didn't go? Because if we went through, you know, 10 out of 11 passages, like, what was in passage 11? And it's going to haunt me until it, the it, day it, I it's, die. It's a portal that takes us to the surface, not what we're here for. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you go down at 10 feet and find a staircase that just goes up and up and up and yeah, up and up and up. A lit exit sign. <laughs> yeah. <right>. It's, <laughs> it's, actually, you're in the, the tubes Plus in 16 England. weapons and armor with shape-shifting capacities and a dragon to fly around on. Not what we need. You <laughs> come through the surface. White cliffs are We need over. food. <laughs> then during that 14 days, why don't you guys describe then how are you going to get your gear through or what the plan is once you get back to that point where it narrows down 
and you're talking about changing the shape of you know yourselves, the gear, or the tunnel. What will you do so when you get back out to that point? Um, changing the shape of the tunnel or of us is, as far as I'm aware, Zellin's prerogative. Um, but yeah, pixies were the main, going to be the main source. Yeah. So leaving aside pixification, um, <laughs> from there it's just you know kind of backpack and supplies, which is easy enough to maneuver through. My my big concern is the armor and shield. Right. Um, does the polymorph not take your gear with you? No, no, it it does. Okay. But oh, okay. Asked about mundane stuff. So, oh, assuming we don't go that route, um, yeah, what's the backup plan? Yeah, right. Then it'd be you know kind of backpack and hammer in one hand, armor and shield in the other, trying to kind of drag it as like a bundle. Okay. Um, Did seeing doing what I can to keep kind of the armor in the curve of the shield. I'm assuming my javelins are in your magic quiver of holditude. More than likely. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Do you yeah. have all your magical items kind of properly uh, charged up like uh, with your I don't, spell storing stuff? I don't do... Yeah, the ring of spell storing has had stuff because I haven't really had need for smites or the uh, spells I've stored in it, um, which would be protection from evil and good and two castings of branding smite. Okay. I don't think anyone else has anything that holds on to magical things. Yeah, from there, it's just like rings, circlets, and stuff in backpack or dimensional pockets. So, All right, so then, unless you have anything else to say or to share about that... How big is Liam in secret chest? I don't know. I'm so disappointed in you. Lemon secret chest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of all people to say it correctly, I, I, I didn't want it to be you. Buffer. So I can, if we're here for 20 days, I can call dryads who then can make good berries, which... What would spell use to call oh, these they're only they only last for 24 hours. Okay. But they, they do feed you. Right. Yeah. And what's the summoning spell you'd get those with? Um, the uh, dryads, the call woodland creatures. Oh, okay, so rather than pixies, you could pick dryads. Right. Well, while we're preparing, here's what I think: while we're preparing, so we could prepare more food, I can summon them. They can feed us the good berries, so that everything we gather, we can hold for our trip. So then maybe we could actually if expedite the operation. Ex well, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because there are fake plant shenanigans that live on magic. So. Right. Do we have berries to good berry is the question then. Um, they just appear. The berries uh, appear? Yep. Up to 10 berries appear in your hand and are infused with magic the for the duration. The components. A creature can use it. Yeah, the components requires a sprig of mistletoe. Yeah, so there you go. Well, you druid I guess whenever, yeah. I, whenever I hear these kinds of spells like conjure woodland beings, what I imagine is that they're out in the woods somewhere and you're like drawing them to yourselves because that interpretation would not work down here because well, then, they're not there to show up. Well, a matter well in them, that case, then we would still have some pixies it, with us from when we first got down here. Is it a case of where they just blip into being when you cast the spell? I think it's yeah. arcane energy just kind of uh, like in the... Technically divine because she's a druid, but yeah, um, yeah all the spell says is you summon fake creatures that appear in unoccupied spaces you can see. Yeah, that does imply that they didn't just walk up, that they went they boom, right Summon there. and appear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um... Yeah, back yeah. back in the day, I played that very differently with uh, a different incarnation of uh, rule. So I'm just rereading that right now. They mold out of the rock, 
They've yeah, been waiting, right, yeah, waiting right. for an adventure reporting to pass this exact location. Yeah, because it's not like we're in some kind of strange oasis of nature magic. Exactly. That would be so <laughs> convenient. Uh, all right. So, but yeah, yeah I'm, you, I'm on board with your plan that it's possible. Uh, so keep talking. Yeah. So then, so while during these 20 days, I can call them every other day because it lasts for 24 hours, get some good berries from them. So then all the stuff we're gathering. So maybe at the end, instead of just having 10 days of rations, we might have 15 days or 18 days. Right. So we can travel a little bit longer. Yes. Though the stipulation, oh yeah, yeah. The stipulation wasn't you can carry 10 days or 20 days or however many. It was that we couldn't harvest more than that. Yeah. Right. That was, yeah. 10 days worth was the max to harvest in that time period. Well, we had been saying 10 days out, 10 days back. Are you saying 10 days total? So five out, five back? Right. Okay. Five out, five back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, is uh, is there uh, some amount of rock or maybe even, I'm wondering, because I love collecting these random pieces of whatever for my purposes later of turning into weapons. Yeah. Pieces of this, uh, this, this deity, this, this skeleton for the, um, the, the guardian that was here. Is there anything just like, like on the ground there around there that I might be able to, to take that could potentially be formed into arrowheads is even like firm enough that I think it would be. Go ahead. So while we're harvesting ahead, greens and smoking fish, he's got a rock and he's hitting the skeleton to make arrows. <laughs> Go ahead and do that as a survival check, David. Okay. I'm sorry. It's like David has Jacob. a horrible survival <laughs> score. Yeah. Oh, I do that sometimes. Uh, 23. As you've been surveying the skeletal structure for all this time, you recognize that the, the, the part uh, the parts of the skeleton you'd have the, the best time attempting that with would be different portions of the individual um, spinal column, the individual okay. vertebrae. So if you want to take some thawax at that to see how well they'd, they'd shear, you just put the... Uh, I'll ask the paladin before I do that, before I, you know, deface the body of this ancient Ooh, that's being. that's a good idea. Because the last thing I want is to piss him off and him having to kill me because God said so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the second time that happened to one of your characters. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a barbarian the first time. Um I will make a nature check to see if that would be the evils. Uh, you mean a religion check? Yeah, that too. Okay. Uh, I've got a six on my nature check. <laughs> oh, and an eight on my religion. You have no idea by any kind of theology yeah. what that would be like if, for it to be. Not my church or, have or, it, bud. Cool. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I don't know if that'll make anyone mad. Try it. So, yeah, yeah, so we'll try it. If you get blasted by lightning, it might blast a hole in the ceiling and it, let us climb out. It doesn't yeah. cross anybody he knows. I give it I give it a few whacks. So let's just say it's more than that. that over, the next, over the next handful of days that you're practicing how to hit this thing, you know, how to take chips off, because you can. You can crack it and you do wind up cracking a couple of these vertebrae, you know, where they, they go to those, you know, like longer points. But then you're starting to learn just how they, they have their, what's them out to a pattern, your mm-hmm. grain in it. And you are able to take broader pieces off and work on, it's called napping, uh, napping the stone. And you're getting pieces that you think you could actually use as weapons. You guys are they, out doing all the hard work and I'm napping. They, the they do actually, what else, <laughs> what else is new? They do actually shear, the pieces shear, to a glass-like edge Ooh. as you're breaking them off. It just takes a tremendous amount of force. If anything, you probably had to borrow Boris's hammer no. to do this because there's nothing else that would work quite that way. No, you're you're not using my awesome hammer to do that. I mean, I also have the like Arngol stuff too, but uh, what piece do you use then? I mean, I have like the um, like the arrowheads that have the the Arngol stuff. I mean, on. To actually hit the the rock hard enough for today. To take chips off of it. Oh, I would probably just see if I could find a, a different rock. Another rock. Yeah, like a, a larger. 
Okay, so a little less uh, like if someone's precise, really stingy with their skill. hammer. Yeah, but uh, but you are getting the idea that that what I just said a moment ago that you can take yeah. larger pieces off, almost like the size of your palm. I, mean, I know since, making arrowheads with yeah. a holy artifact of my religion goes against my religion. I, I, since, I don't know. About since the I so frequently stuff. make um, my own uh, arrowheads and stuff like that, it would it would be easy to to say like I have some kind of like a hatchet when it comes like the more fine tuning stuff. Like when I get to that point. Because I had to have been making these things somehow. Probably doesn't do anything to work on the Arngold steel, but like the regular arrowheads and stuff like that, that I would be able to. Well, two sets of things. Yeah, we could definitely we could definitely say that you have some sort of a file with you to work down you know, a conventional yeah. head. But the best napping tools for that fine, you know, doing a fine edge on a, an arrowhead is actually a piece of antler. And you work the antler to whatever the right shape is. So hmm. very easily, we can retroplay that you have a piece of antler that you've worked to use the broad area where it touches the... I you, will swap out the rotting dragon corpse I have in my book bag for some antlers. Your book bag? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Jansport. <laughs> but the, the the end of it where it touches the uh, the deer skull where it comes off of that, you know, that can be used certain ways, the individual points... And you'd work would have worked the thing by this time. So yeah, you have a, a rudimentary napping tool that allows you to work these things up. So you're gathering, you know, say it's a, a couple, maybe three pounds of stone, if you want that much, that came from the vertebrae of this giant. Yeah. That you could work into reasonable arrowheads, stone arrowheads. I think so. And just because of how rare it is, probably won't spend the time to turn them in arrowheads now, try and get the best use out of them later when I can have a better set of tools to do that with. Definitely one of a kind. Yeah. All right, so the rest of this time goes by, you're gathering, so you get, you're visited by dryads every day for a brief period every of time. Every other day. Every other day. And you're getting how many of these good berries? Ten. And how long do the good berries themselves last? 24 or? hours. Okay, so then you're using those as your food for now? Yeah. To, to save on rations for the later, yeah. Correct. All right. So that way we're accumulating. You can add days to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, so then. I um, definitely think that my, ten, my ten. list of stuff that I have is just fantastically odd and like before now the weirdest thing that i had was you know jim tipped owl arrows and or uh 12 apple tree wisps but now i have three pounds of guardian spinal card or spinal <laughs> column so you had said you were 14 days i think is what zellen said but did you had you said more like no 20, no more days. travel time okay 14 days of harvesting we were estimating 14 with your rations uh, 10. So at the end of that time period, you have uh, 24 days worth of rations. Now, again, it's been lean living. Yeah. So you actually could go 12 days out, 12 days back if you had to. Nice. Yeah. Long, long time. Nice, nice. And then I'm guessing with all your preparations made, you are now setting out? Yep. Yep. And we're a little thinner, so we should be able to get yeah, through. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's easier to get through these spots. Carrying gear and bundles. You're down to 3% body fat or something. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so uh, you travel out those two days, and there is no encounter. You're back to that same place where you were, you know, 16 days or 18 days ago. Yeah, you guys have been down here for like a month and a half at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's probably pushing underground two. like this. And I've you... lost my glow. <laughs> right. Um, and everyone's as pale as I am. Feels kind of shaggy and dirty. Um, we got daggers. Yeah. Well, and we could keep ourselves clean because there's water there, so we We're could just wash. Swimming with all the fish, or That's not. Right. And you're at that narrow spot where Zellen first sent uh, Jast through. Yep. So what are you doing? Okay. So are we ready for me to change the rocks? Um, here's what I can do with stone shape. 
All right, let's hear it. So, so here are our options, team. I can do stone shape. I touch a stone object of medium size or smaller, a section of stone no more than five feet in any dimension and form it into a, any shape that suits me. So for example, you could shape a large rock into a weapon, idol or coffer, or make a small passage through a wall, as long as the wall is less than five feet thick. So that's one option. Well, we could act, physically is, change this. Is the wall less than five feet thick? Well, let's work it like this, because there's actually already an opening there that's that's being traversed. You're just like rearranging that. Let's say that instead of for five feet, uh, it'll be three times. So you could make 15 feet of this, you know, more easily passable, more easily traversable, uh, you know, the length of that, moving okay, so that So you're going to need like four castings. So option B is to call our pixies and have them transform us and all our gear so we can just slither through as lizards, get into the space. Can they then... make us anything that can fly? Make us they, anything. They can make us anything. Yeah. Polymorph, they can make us anything. So just, we could all just, be bats. Yeah, just for travel time, being able to fly might be better if it's something that, if it does have a... And also, I mean, if it means like... Oh, Brief wait, intermission that's our, while we look up the like, technicalities of Polymorph. Because yeah, like, like that's our exit. It's up there and it's like, but it's 100 feet up. But if we can fly, that might be exactly what we need. Uh, especially if we only have a limited number of castings for Polymorph. It would definitely make it its own gate for other things. Because obviously, if things are moving through that other tunnel, which you haven't you know explored yet, but it's you know a real possibility, uh, they've not come down here. Yeah. The one you're in right now. So that's 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 my thought process. Do we have any restrictions that you found so far on what polymorph allows you to um, to not do? I'm going less restrictions and more kind of shenanigans. Oh, is there just um, like a list of things that polymorph allows you to be? Um, quite the opposite. Be yourself. <laughs> uh, be a thing. But, hey, but was there a third option? Zellner, are you still no, looking up stuff about the second those are just A's and B's. Okay. A's and B's. Okay, so... Option one, option B. Well, it sounds like Jacob wants to do B. Here's, I do. Here's an amusing technicality. Um, polymorph has no restriction on... Oh, nope. Darn. It is any beast. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh, so it's just like Wild Shape. Um, it is arguably better than Wild Shape because we're restricted by... Our challenge rating, i.e. our level, as opposed to um, one set by a threshold. So, because I'm used to a different rule set, I was just like, let's all turn into like Will-o'-the-Wisps that we're, we're tiny and have a ridiculous fly speed and way more maneuverable. And glowy. But that's not actually an option. All right. So, but do you have a preference of those two choices that Zelen made? Oh, yeah. Transforming. And yeah. Zelen? Yeah, I okay, think so transformation. Decisions made. So then sense. what's the what's the critter uh Yeah, that's that's the question. Bat is probably gonna be the most effective. What's a quipper? Uh, it's a fish. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oops. We could be a camel. <laughs> Again, we need to maneuver through a small space. I know. I was just saying we could be a camel. <laughs> we could be a T Rex. <laughs> I'm not it trying to help us. I'm not trying to help. I'm just letting you know. It could happen. Well, I mean there's just there's this list of beasts goes on and on for oh, we could be elephants then we could just do both okay, we could yeah, transform like and break through. raven vulture bloodhawk all right we'll be beasts yeah i'm sorry i'm um, just wasting bat. time bats we're just going to be we're just going to be beasts un, categorized <laughs> beasts yes. okay so. our table manners will be awful can i have big canines all right so i'm going to conjure woodland beings cast that 
and um, have them turn us into yeah, bats. Yeah, have them turn us into bats with all of our stuff. All right. We fly through things, drop do. 10 feet, so, take a point of damage, break <laughs> into ourselves. Very easily, you go, but you fly through it. You're not the other end of this. You're in this. Well, before I transform back into a human, I want to fly around this because I, I'd be able to get up taller than what I will as a human. Like, is there anything above me? Is there anything in a bat form that well, I can pick up? Let's do a little up? exploration while we're Exactly. Here, yeah. I have in a our, question, though. In our I bat have an answer, form. Though. A, a single bat is is also listed, is, is listed as a beast, but a swarm of bats also has the beast type. What's stopping us from just being turned into multiple bats? <laughs> um, <laughs> fragmentary personality or something? <laughs> Efficiency, because then that whole swarm has to go through as opposed to a bat. I know. I'm missing a foot. Just, I have a whole bunch of things. I, uh, if you want to volunteer to be crippled, there are easier ways. I don't know. I was, I was thinking that when you reform, that could be a real scary thing if you could actually do that. You reform into... From a whole bunch of bats. I into tried one to turn Boris into a paladin with all the or into the vampire with all the vampire shenanigans earlier, but yeah. no. Yeah, <laughs> they, I'm mean that way. They don't. Yeah. They don't re like like coagulate back into the right form. So like my head's coming out my ass like it mostly is. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? All right. So is everyone staying in that form and uh, exploring? Yeah, we might. So as well. I. I'm guessing then you didn't actually give the the pixies a cue as to when to turn you back, not just traversing to the larger cavern, which means you probably would have to drop 10 feet, take a point of damage to turn yourself just back in yourself. whack my again. head against the wall. Yeah. Just fly straight into the wall for a point of damage. All as right. above, a brief moment of death, and then we're back to ourselves. All right. So then it just, uh, yes, just hurts for a moment. 65. And you, or whatever it was. <laughs> you are... I guess just roll what direction you're going into. The The tunnel goes in two different ways. Do we have to pick randomly or can I just say I'm going to the left? Uh, I think just pick, <laughs> pick pick randomly because we didn't, uh, this wasn't stated before you I'm guys going, got there. I'm going up higher. Okay, so you're staying high, got it. But to and, the, and then I'll circle clockwise. Uh, it's, 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 they're more like a tube or the, the you know, it's, it's, so you just. Left. Yeah. Okay, so you're just turning left. Okay, got it. All right, and assuming we can do well, that, because actually, what we're able to do yeah. seems to vary significantly every time we use this. Yeah, but depending, <laughs> depending on so like maybe not just going left, but we had the idea of uh, like a breeze or just kind of an air there. If I still have that same kind of a sense as a bat, I'd like to go in that direction, kind of trying to chase down that breeze. If it happens to be the left, then that way, but just moving in that direction. Okay, so sort of following where the air seems different or the origins of that different air. Yeah. Uh, that will actually be in the other direction. So <laughs> Zelen goes one way, Jacob goes the other way, and Boris? Lies in the middle and looks confused. Who do I protect? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I fly to the floor and stand guard right here. I, I squeak as, as as loud as I can and try and get y'all's attention to say, like, Purse you know, clock. this way. <laughs> squeak, squeakity, squeak, squeaking. Squeaking. Um, yeah, let's go that way. Uh, the, that was to the right, you said? Yeah, where okay. Breeze is happening. All right, so... Can I get Zelen's attention? <whistles> nope. Squeak, 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 squeak. Why can't we? Oh, I, I don't go ahead. I Fly over, get her, and like just like smack yeah. her with my wing. <laughs> all right, well, fine, all I'll follow them. Communication <laughs> mode. Yeah. One little back claw just comes extended above the rest of them. Well, it'd be the middle of the wing. Yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> always there. Bats, A series of... Bats are always giving you the claw? Well, no, jazz hands. Mm. They, they fly through the power of jazz hands. <laughs> Incidentally, A Brief of Moment clicks. of Death was episode 69, not 65. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. I will, uh, uh, I'll, I'll do the whatever clicks are necessary to communicate as a bat to the other bat, and we'll and go I'll follow towards the air. The All right, so you're flying the direction of the air, and the tunnel never seems to quite narrow down. Uh, it stays about the same um, dimension. With 
And it does, it does start to descend, which surprises you because the air is a different quality air. And you're starting to get to places where there's actually vegetation clinging to the wall. So like, you know, lichens and things like that. And it l- looks like... Dang it. We could have just set up a base camp. <laughs> Half of a good sign. And it looks like there's uh, more sign of wear on the walls themselves. Oh. As though things have been drugged through here or moved through here for either a lot or for long periods of time. Things have been like taken through this at different places. But now, we're still moving down. Uh, but it is still like on a slight down. It's not precipitously going down. Okay. But it, it looks to you, and I don't know, Jacob, make a survival check while you're um Do you maintain your... Form. Yeah, do you maintain your, your I skills? don't know, but let's just wing that and just go ahead and make a... <laughs> that is a... Oh, thank you. 30. Yeah. <laughs> was that a natural then? No, no it was an 18. 18. But if I wow. was if I was a bat, that would actually be a 19, which I think is also still very good. Okay, I was going to knock two off of it, which is still mighty incredible. <laughs> The, oh, targets, no, uh, the target's game statistics, including mental abilities, are replaced by the t- statistics of the chosen beast. Oh, okay. Oh. So we're operating with an intelligence of two. All right. So oh, the 30 so becomes a 19. I thought she could even like have turned Zellin around and be like, where's that one going? We don't know. Um, but it's... It, it's a Yeah, because bats can't Very good role, but I don't know you'd other. even have the perceptive wherewithal to actually well, make these determinations. Yeah, I would still think At like, two, you're like, suddenly like, duh, don't care. How high up are we? Uh, it varies as you're flying, but, uh, how the, high up the, are we currently? You could, you could be about like 30 <laughs> feet up inside this cavern. Okay. I'm going to descend to 10, then just lock wings and drop because this is inefficient. Okay. So the two of you noticed that one of your bat companions, uh, has, uh, decided he doesn't live in this bat world anymore. I start, <laughs> I start mourning and I go through all seven stages. By the time I get to anger, I do it too. Seven. <laughs> is it not seven? Five. Five. Well, you know, you're <laughs> maybe bats have seven. <laughs> Actually, no, number six is repression. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then seven is uh, second anger. Okay, so there are, are two dull plops onto the floor. I think it's more of a <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll do the same. <laughs> dull plops. And you guys rise out of the plop. <laughs> uh, I'll do the same. And the same. All right, so you're all standing yourselves once more in this passageway. All are right. the pixies still there? Do they yeah, just follow yeah, us? No, yeah, we still have the pixies. Yeah, they're just watching us. Like we could have dispelled that at any time, but we didn't feel like it. Yeah. We like making you guys. They're die. eating popcorn because you guys are hey, so entertaining. The, the, the pixies can also cast fly on us, so, so then we could just fly up there as ourselves. So we had intelligence and look around. <laughs> Why is this so funny? That was all that I was, wanted. That was so after the fact. That was just, <laughs> just, maybe just we had something we could fly. All I wanted was to be able to fly. <laughs> it's like, well, they can cast fly. Like, no, really? <laughs> all right, yeah. Okay, so keeping that one in our back pocket. <laughs> and, and now with my... Well, my perceptive range is just doubled. You, so... <laughs> do you want a... Uh, I don't need a new one. The roll okay. you made just before is fine. So <laughs> as you're... Picking yourself up off the ground, you're very aware of it around you, and you note that there are tracks on it. And with a roll of 30, that you can tell that the, the tracks themselves, the patterning's wrong, it's different. And as you're letting your brain, or making your brain readjust to that these are different, you actually think that whatever made these tracks must be uh, hexapetal. And that means- What does that mean? Six legs? Six yeah, legs. Six okay. Legs. Right. All right. Um, and size, can I get a... Can I misconstrue these tracks as a written language conveying information about what <laughs> uh, I was moving? You do. And uh, it actually has uh, the lyrics to um, the Moody Blues, Nice White Satin. Um, awesome. Was, was being communicated. What are the it. odds? 
It's pretty low. Enough monkeys and typewriters. Yeah, no kidding. But um, any any idea on size? Medium-sized creatures. You're thinking, just by the nature of the tracks, they look very similar to uh, insect-like ant tracks. But... But big. Yeah, yeah but man-sized. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Something that would be... You know, 175 pounds. Right. Cracks my knuckles. Well, Moving sounds edible. Here. All right. I'm going to no. take a bit of time and gear up because that sounds like the wrong kind of adventure. Right. So uh, can on? you tell how... No. Can you, can you tell how long ago things these things have gone through here? Or is yeah, this with, like they're... With that, with that roll that, um, with that... With a DC... With a check of <laughs> 30... Judging by this, they're standing right behind us. With what Jacob just made, <laughs> there's some more information to pick up on. One was where you saw that there was areas where the stone seems polished... It's not just at ground level. In some cases, it's where there's a natural crack in the rock. It looked like these things would have gone right up the side of the rock where there's things it could hold on to, and then just dragging its body like around a corner has polished the stone, like like just how that happens. Okay. So shattering numbers so have with, moved through this area. Yes. With that, and, I'll look around. Yes. Does it look like we're in what would be some sort of a giant ant hill well you've you've like upturned logs oh, and dug an into things thing. it doesn't have that look it's still like the natural formation of stone it's just that it's been utilized for the these things to travel through here and their very body seems to have polished it because they've yeah. moved through it moderately so, so reassuring so, they don't eat rock yeah i guess the uh, the nature spell wouldn't really help us because we know there's something that goes through here right yeah it's more picking in a direction and going that way all right um, yeah, I am taking the time though to gear up, especially okay. since we're moving. Do, do such, we want to just track down this way. thing? Do we want to follow? Because I mean, I, you got to think for the most part, it would it they they might return to the surface for certain things, or at least certain they'll they'll have some source of like food or water. They'll they'll yeah they'll have water. some kind of a dwelling place. So I think we follow the tracks and see if we can find out where they are and hope that there's not enough that we can't take them if they are hostile. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe they're just like the ants from Ant-Man. They're actually just like, you know, dogs, and they so, can be very friendly. Yeah, right. I helps. could do locate animals or plants, describe or name a specific kind of beast or plant, concentrating on the voice of nature and your surroundings, and you learn the direction and distance to the closest creature or plant of that kind okay. within five miles. It, it's, it's, worth, it's worth a try for two reasons. One, it'll indicate to us whether or not these are just giant ants by being able to detect them as beasts, or if you go detecting giant ants and we get nothing... We know that they're, you know, aberrations or outsiders or some offshoot that is potentially intelligent. Got it. All right. So, so that's what I'm going to do. Call. I'm okay. going to do look with my staff. That's why I'm doing it like this. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing look. <laughs> that's why she's making animals. these body movements that you can all definitely see. <laughs> locate animals. Something, something chaos. Something, something camera. <laughs> with the staff. And that, the range on that one is five miles. Five miles. But I'm going to we're, we're describe like it uh, on six legs. Um, From what Jacob said that it's, it's chitinous, exactly. has an exoskeleton. It's, it's the, the weight of it. So, I'm, you know, that's kind of guessing that we're, the size we're of it. That ballparking based on the tracks. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So maybe it comes through a little on the, the shaky side because it's not a thing, but yeah. you do get it. And whatever these things are, you know that there are about 20 of them that are about a thousand feet away and that there are hundreds of them that are maybe about two miles away. Well, wow. there's something I, qualifying as beast then, so... I cast detect challenge rating to see if we can take them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, only we had out, out is through. Yep. Let's see if we've got a new campsite or allies. We're either going to survive or die trying. 
Yeah. So is there anything we want to do uh, to prep as we go and encounter these? My, like, stuff, are mo- my stuff is mostly in the moment. Um, same. Yeah, it's, it's all Haiti stuff or so, how to hit better stuff. Yeah, uh, or not good I was thinking stuff. like like p- persuasion or is there anything we need to hide on ourselves that no, well, they might not like? I, I hide my rod of ant killing. And you detect, my yeah, bottle we call of that raid. a hammer. Um, <laughs> you cast detect beasts and it came back as beasts. So they're animals. Yeah, um, but they're probably not s- smart. Yeah, so I don't think it's like we're going to be walking into a city. I think it's, you know, we've found something akin to giant ants. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, uh, what can the uh, pixies cast again? Um, we have them for an hour, and they can cast confusion, that, yeah, right here, dancing lights. Oh yeah, detect evil, um, detect good and evil, detect thoughts, dispel magic, entangle fly, phantasmal force, or sleep. Okay, so we can if, put them all else, to sleep. If, if it gets horrible, maybe entangle could help us at least maybe block a passageway so that way we can make a hasty mm. retreat. But wall of thorns, wall of thorns too. Or sleep. Oh, yeah, we could put them all to sleep. Well, that's that depends, depends really on, on hit points. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah, still, we're just trying to figure out our we've contingencies. Got, we've, yeah, yeah, we've got some options. All right, all right, so we'll keep the pixies with us. Let's move the direction yeah, where we think ahead. they all are. Right, moving forward. All right, so and I think I'll be taking point since direction is fairly obvious, and I have the best visual acuity down here. I would agree with that. Are you guys? Are we lighting torches? Or have you cast dark oh, vision? Oh, that's a good idea. Because I, I keep I would, forgetting we're not in a hallway. I would say light torches because too, these things yeah. probably aren't accustomed to seeing in the light. Okay, yeah. So that might give us a little bit of an so advantage over y'all them. two have illumination. I yeah, have... but I'm just going to cast produce flame. Yeah, yeah, sure. Fuelless torch. Yep. Acetylene torch. <laughs> <laughs> the eternal I call flame. it my palm torch. All right. All right. The other so, burning hands. Uh, then it's Boris's... First in party, yes, yep. Jacob or Zellin, who's how, how wide is this passage? What's uh, Zellin in the middle? I'll go back. It's between eight and ten feet. It varies, okay, but it, yeah. it's it's the largest passage that's been stable. You guys have been in the entire time. Zell in the middle, okay. on my kind of towards my left. Um, Jacob in rear towards the right. Okay, so, so that way that way we have some <clears throat> staggered line of fire. Yeah. All right. Are ants as good as climbers as spiders? They're, yes. Well, judging by what we were looking in there, yeah. it seems like they were. Yeah. Yeah. The only place where it wasn't worn that way was way up high on the walls and the ceiling, but it did seem to have, need natural cracks. Yeah, but at that point, it's just getting to a matter of practicality. Right. So as you guys are traversing that distance, uh, go ahead and uh, do perceptions, real perceptions. And <clears throat> oh, there we go. Uh, I had, with my bonus, uh, 14. 22. I rolled very poorly. 15. Uh, actually, they they all make the DC. Nice. Oh, so these things are loud. Beat mine so, by one. There's <laughs> enough. You hear like a very subtle and distant clicking. Uh, Jacob, uh-huh. you you would you would imagine you can picture it that it's things on stone. It's can actually it, there. Can I tell if it's getting louder, like coming towards us, or getting quieter, going away from us? Uh, yes, it's getting louder toward you. Okay, so and they're coming at us. Can I get distance at all? Of uh, 60, 80 feet, something like that. Probably just like around the next bend or something. Can I get okay. a concept of speed? Of walking speed. All right. And you said they sound like it was moving towards us? Moving towards us. All right, cool. So um, incoming. Yeah. Hunkering right. down. Yeah. Um, knock an arrow. Bracing. All right. So, and then into your area of light, apparently undaunted by the light that you guys are, are casting, 
you see that almost filling the tunnel, that there's easily eight, 10, maybe 12 of these things, uh, that they're moving on all six, a couple, and they, they crest into that area, raise up, and they're still moving with four of their legs, and the other two are up, almost like hands being forward, uh, but they're coming and moving right at you without pause of any sort. Um, and it's... I was okay. going to say, insight? Are they attacking? Or are they just running past us? Yeah. Are they running from something themselves? Yeah, should we be running away? 16. Oh, no, 19. Yeah, you guys can roll insights if you want to, but 16. it's very tough. There's no facial features, no recognition, body language. Yeah, why it's not? It's totally, totally, <laughs> totally new. So the DC is going to be relatively high. Uh, but, um, well... 17? And... I was going to say, and rolled at disadvantage. Oh, five, <laughs> take it or leave it. Six, take Two it natural it. ones. Thank you for letting me get both of those out. <laughs> They're now out of the way. Yeah, uh, my 17 has been supplanted by a six. And Zelen? What am I doing? You're rolling In two uh, 20 siders. Two insights to see if you can figure In out if they are. Yeah, insight this. at disadvantage. Six plus whatever your insight is. Insight is nine. Oh, dang. Uh, all right, so, so um, you guys have no idea what they're, uh, what, what they're up to, uh, but they're moving at you. Coming, counting them down at uh, 20, where are you guys in it? Wise? 11, uh, 16, 19. All right, so Zell, 19, what are you doing? I'm going to cast speak with animals. Um, I gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the durations. Um, is it specific to the beast type? No. Nope. I think it's just that that okay. type that itself. Thing. I it got says it. you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. Cool. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts so, can give you information. Yes, that is limited to the beast type. Yeah. Cool. Oh, so, oh sorry. What do you tell them? Um, we're strangers. We're lost. We're trying to get back to the surface. Alright, so as you do that, they seem to be totally ignoring it. There's, uh, there, there's no reaction from them whatsoever. Do, do they even pause? Do they even notice the spell? Anything at all? Not a pause in it whatsoever. Uh, and more filing through in the hallway behind. Uh, the next, I think, was it Jacob? It's, no, no. 11. Was, uh, uh, He's Boris, got 16. 16. 16. Um, They're almost on top of you guys. Yeah, that is an It's a bit issue. of a predicament. Yeah. Yeah, I consider that some problems. Um, Sticky wicket. How close is on practically on top of? That uh, you would only need to move about a third of your move and attack if you wanted to. Ten feet. Neat. Um, I'm going to Eldritch Blast one. All right. Um, twist it. But we need them. We need to eat them. Uh, E11 versus armor class. Um. It actually misses. Firing wow. into a crowd, though. Yeah, I guess it's like off of their, their natural chitin hides. Neat. Yeah, so uh, they seem to be nonplussed by the Eldritch Blast, which would be, for all of you, kind of a scary thing, I think, that it it definitely encountered one of them. Yeah. It just didn't do anything to it. No, nice. we understand what a happens. miss is. I've rarely hit with that. Right. So, um, Jacob, you're next. Uh, does one of them look particularly in charge? Um, that are moving toward you this close? No, they all look to be equally right. as... Then lead one has got uh, an arrow incoming. Get over to that page where arrows happen. Uh, 22. Yeah, definitely hits. Nice. Uh, I'll do it in between my shots. I forgot to cast Hunter's Mark. Well, I, I didn't cast Hex because I don't want to waste the spell slots because I'm not sure if they're attacking us yet. That's why I didn't hammer them because yeah. I knew that would definitely splatter things and I don't want to... 11 points. Uh, it takes significant damage, but it's still trying to move forward. Okay. Okay. Oh. Like it's 
not even acting upon its own intentions kind of thing like it's a zombie kind of like it's just uh, it definitely would be yeah if that's how it hits your brain yeah that it does look like it's not even if like, you want to use that word that's your business yeah that's right it's a you know, zombie's your word but uh it um it's just moving forward it, it it hasn't well it has slowed down it can't help it but it's it's still proceeding toward whatever its goal is oh there's definitely something screwy here um i'll call out to to boris and and zell and like are we going to stand our ground or do we want to retreat? Oh, well, they're here. So I think that's a little... Well, mute. and there's 500 of them throughout this cave system. But there's only eight of them right here in front of us now? Uh, about a dozen. A dozen? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take my second shot. All right. On the... Hold on. I didn't see what it was. I picked it back up. Okay. Hunter's Mark. All right. Uh, at the same one or at a different one? Um, let's do a different one since I'm going to be doing uh, three dice of damage. Oh, no, no. I'll do the same one because I'll be able to do that. Hunter's Mark is... A D6. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, how's it? 32. Uh, that definitely hits. And right. then some. And then rolling Colossus Slayer and Hunter's Mark and regular dice. 12. Uh, 27. All right. So when you hit that and that, that was the hit or that was the damage? That was the damage. That was the damage, yeah. So when you hit it, it immediately drops, and it's just a few feet in front of Boris, just off of the right-hand side, just a little bit. So it's that, that close. And it drops immediately, and the others don't even pause. They're still walking forward. One's walking right up over it. And now the first one in that lead is walking right past Boris. And now one is flanking him on the opposite side. And now it's right up on you, Jacob, and it's passing you. Uh, and they are simply proceeding down this hallway right past you, ignoring the fact that one was one was killed. And at this point, you hear a voice, each of you, in your head. And it says, Sister, cousin, stop this violence and let us talk. Thanks for listening. We know there are so many podcasts out there. We appreciate you choosing ours. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Empire's Edge to make your voice heard. And put your money where your mouth is and subscribe to us on subscribestar.com slash the-empires-edge.